So, Nikita, what's behind your curtain this week? has been an opportunity for me to kind of test myself when just because you do what you love Mm -hmm. doesn't mean you always want to do it yes um and um it sometimes it's a hard pill to swallow and you ask yourself the question of like you know um am I doing the right thing? Cause I just like, I just don't, I mean, I, I honestly have really been going through emotions and sometimes get in funks where I'm like, I just don't feel like it right now. Yeah. Um, and, and I know we, we talk about the habits and talking about doing things when you don't feel like yeah. it, but sometimes, sometimes when that happens, it's your body's way of kind of like telling you, okay, maybe you need to take a break. And, um, I, I work with, with, with a business coach and, she has been very good at helping, at giving me grace mm-hmm. and saying, okay, Nikita, when you reach these funks, do, let, let's go through some of the things you have accomplished because yes. we're not very good at acknowledging our own accomplishments. So um, true. So she really helped me gain perspective on that and realizing that sometimes when I get through little funks, I don't feel like it. It just could be that I'm tired and I need to, we talked, you talked a little bit about self care in our last episode. Yeah. And I realized that I need to give myself that grace and I do need to engage in some more self care things um, because that is, that's what re-energizes you to be your best you. Um, So I'm working on little things like that. Like, you know, one of the things I started doing is just Something as simple as getting my nails done every couple of weeks. Oh, that's awesome. Um, it, it, it's relaxing. It's mm-hmm. something I feel like I'm doing for me. It's a little reprieve. Um, so little things like that kind of give you the energy to keep going because as entrepreneurs, we run ourselves pretty hard. Oh, we really do. Yeah. It's so true. So what so, about you? What's behind your curtain? Let's see. So one of the things I'm looking into doing is um, right now my my main part of my business is um, uh, as a writing coach and also as a publisher, mm-hmm. or a, I call myself a publishing consultant. So <laughs> helping people to uh, go through the process and, and publish their books. One thing I'm going to do some more of is do some writing workshops, and I'm really Yay. excited about that. So I'm going to branch into that this fall, but it's a little intimidating because it's like it's, new. it's something new. It's something I haven't done before. I did training in my previous life in, in uh, corporate, but everybody was forced to be there. <laughs> <laughs> So it's a little, um, you know, nerve wracking, I guess, to think about what is it my students want? Yeah. What is it that I can best deliver to them? What's the best format? There's just so many things. I mean, it's like, it's like the pro is, you know, I can do anything I want. The con is, oh, I can do anything I want. Uh, okay, what's that going to look like? But it's exciting. Yeah. And I also hired a coach. Yeah. And so I'm excited. So she's been helping me out with trying to um, stay on track. Um, I'm usually pretty good about staying on track, but I guess that, that there's been so much that's been going on that it's been really helpful for her to kind of keep me going as far as the training is concerned. So awesome. Yay. That's exciting. Yeah. I'm very excited about that. So right. yay.
right, Nikita, I am super excited about this week's episode. Yes. It is all about making writing a habit. And this is huge. Yes. We've talked about it before amongst ourselves. How yes. often that people will come to us and say, I want to write, but how do I start? Yes. And one of the most crucial parts of it is to make it a habit. Absolutely. But it's one thing to just say, oh, make it a habit. It's another thing to really kind to of do break it. that down and do it. Exactly. So like Nike, let's just do it. Let's just do it. <laughs> well, I mean, I think people overcomplicate the process of, I mean, creating a new habit is reprogramming your mind. Yeah. You know, and I think the first step, at least for me, I found is you have to make a resolute decision. I find for me, mm-hmm. if I make a resolute decision that I'm going to do something, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to do it. Like uh, like last year, I did I did a ten day cleanse where I, a liquid cleanse where I did Whoa. not eat for ten days. I was very hangry by day I four. Um, <laughs> like, do not talk to me. My stomach is growling. My right. stomach and my body is rebelling against me, but I am not going to eat. Right. You know? right. So, yeah. Um, but I made a decision. Yeah. And I think that decision is always backed up um, by, like, I, I had a motivation. I had some health concerns that I was navigating through. Yeah. And so as hard as that was to do, because I knew why I was doing what I was doing, right. I made a decision and I built that from there. And so I feel like that's the foundation of building a habit. Absolutely. So I, I think you're really onto something. So I think I think part of why people say, oh, I want to write a book is because they have an intention mm-hmm. to do it. And there's something that's calling them, but sometimes that can feel really huge yeah. when you, when you, I, I like to say, try it on. I'm trying on being an author. Mm, I feel like it's, yes. <laughs> feel like it's a heavy suit of armor. It's, 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 <laughs> it's kind of heavy, but when you do start small, yes, when you realize you have your intention, but then you kind of break it down. Cause you didn't just, um, not eat at all for 10 days <laughs> or, or you or not drink or anything you just not like it was a, actually I read a book so uh-huh, so uh-huh. here's my process yeah 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 here's my process a friend of mine had actually had actually referred this cleanse to me because she yeah. had lost a lot of weight she was looking really good uh-huh. and she told me um, I asked her about it and she told me about it. She says, I think you should read the book first. Right. Um, because it'll give you some context in how this works. Smart. I bought the book. I read the right. book in its entirety. Right. Right. After I read the book, um, I said, okay, I'm going to do this. Now here's another thing that helped me in yeah. this process. Yeah. Someone did it with me. Awesome. That is huge. Um, I had an accountability partner. So we said, we are going to do this together. And I can tell you in my weakest moments where I'm like, oh my God, I want to eat. I was like, you know what? I made a commitment to her that I wasn't, that I was not, I was going to see this through. And that made me stay, stick with it. So that may be another thing when you're creating a habit is maybe have an accountability partner. Oh, most definitely. I love that. I I love that. I'm going to back up a little bit because you had mentioned that you planned on it first Mm -hmm. and you read through the book all Mm -hmm. the way through before you got started. And I think that's applicable too for starting a writing habit Yes, is identifying What's your writing style? Mm-hmm. Know thyself. Right. <laughs> you know, know, know what, what works for you and what doesn't. And then also, once you've got your plan in place, have an accountability partner. I think that's huge. Yes. Somebody to keep you on track because you're more likely to show up and do the work if somebody else is expecting you. Yep. So that's Absolutely. awesome. Um, and I think too um, to talk a little bit more about the 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 do it small, yeah. do it daily, and it doesn't oh, have to be like sure. 
really long, right? No, no. I think, um, so I'm going to reference the, the Miracle Mornings for Writers. Yes. Um, because this is the first place where I actually saw this um, referenced and it helped me. It actually helped me when I was writing my book Yeah, because I got to a point where I was stumped and, and I wasn't, um, moving forward the yeah. way I wanted to. And one of the things he talked about is he talked about the importance of writing daily, because yes. I don't think you can establish any habit without doing it every day. Very true. Um, and, and he broke it down into bite-sized pieces. And I really need you guys to listen to this because when you think about a writing habit, you think, okay, maybe I need to do a page a day or I need to do, say say your book is a 200-page book and you reverse engineer it and you do the math. I do that because I do ghost writing. Yeah. Um, and that's one thing if I'm doing it as a project for someone else. But we tend to be more lax on ourselves when it comes to doing a project for ourselves. Right. Um, so what I'm going to tell you that you need to do, and this is the same thing I tell the people in my Find Your Muse program, is mm-hmm. break it down as, as little as 5 to 15 minutes a day. Yeah. You know, if you want to look at time, five to 15 minutes. If you only write one paragraph, you have made progress. Yes. So don't, you know, don't overcomplicate the process by thinking that you have to write 10 pages to feel like you have been, you know, successful for that day. Just a little bit a day is what that that's all you need to do to start building a habit. You don't, what is it? Rome wasn't built in a day. Yes. So why should your manuscript be, you know, exactly. Um, so I think people put a little bit too much pressure on themselves. Yeah. Um, and, and again, I see this in my program because people are like, um, what people tend to do mm-hmm. is they try to take chunks of time out mm-hmm. of their week. So as opposed to saying, I'm going to do a little bit every day, mm. they say, you know what? I'm off on Saturday. I'm going to take two hours and write. <laughs> right. And they don't do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and... <laughs> It's just your your brain does not work that way. We don't. We can't build habits by doing things at two hours here, one hour. We don't work that way. You have to build consistency. Exactly. And one thing that I hear a lot, and I know you you do too, is um, well, I wasn't feeling inspired. <laughs> And okay, yeah, there there are times that we all, especially um, you know, authors and creative people, uh, sometimes when I'm on a roll, I'm like, man, I'm just an idea machine today. Right. Boom, 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 boom. But it doesn't work that way. If you're a writer, well, let's put it this way: if you're a serious writer, you write no matter what. If you're if it's just a hobby or a, a passing fad or something you want to try, then you only write when the inspiration hits. Yes. So to make it a habit, like we're talking about, you make it a daily thing like you're talking about. Absolutely. Schedule time every day. Make it like brushing your teeth. Yes. You don't just brush your teeth when inspiration is. <laughs> Not anyway, or else gross. Yes. But um, <laughs> you brush your teeth every day. And tell you what, there are days I don't feel like brushing my teeth, but yeah. I do it anyway because I want my teeth to stay in my head. Right. <laughs> Same kind of thing, you know? I'm serious about writing. I want my book done. Mm -hmm. So I sit down and put butt to chair and fingers on keyboard or, you know, pen in hand, whatever works for you. Yeah. And I make that commitment at least 10 minutes a day. And sometimes it's just me writing over and over again. I can't think of what to write. I can't (laughs) think of what to write. But then a lot of times the muse will hit and I'm like, Oh, son of a gun. I never thought about writing this. Mm -hmm. 
So that's a good way to make it a habit. Absolutely. Um, and I think I want to back up a little bit because yeah. I, I feel like as we're talking about um, establishing a habit and we're talking about whether you whether you treat it as a career or a hobby, right. I feel like the number one excuse anyone ever gives, because I've gotten it and I know you have too, yeah. is I'm too busy. Yes. Um, but the question <laughs> that you have to ask yourself is, um, is, is how important is this to you? Yes. You know, um, because if, if it is just a hobby, then it's okay if you're too busy. Yeah. But if it's something that you are serious about and you want to develop into a career, then you have to figure out where to make the time. And you do need to, to take inventory of your time. When I say take inventory of your time, I mean look at how you're spending every minute of your day. Mm. Because every single last one of us wastes time. Oh, day. heck yeah. Whether it's time you just daydream. I daydream a lot. Yeah. And just like daydream <laughs> looking at the walls. Although that could be inspiration for a book. Yeah. Um, so I could say it's working. But <laughs> it depends on how much of your time you're spending right. doing it. Very oh. true. Very yeah. true. Yeah. Because uh, I could just be writing it while I daydream it. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> but, you know. We always time in the day, mm-hmm. and so if you're sitting, if you're telling me I, I'm I'm too busy, I don't have time in the day, but you do spend two hours in the afternoon watching television. How right. busy are you really? Exactly. You know, you can say that's more my relaxation time. Do is that more important than writing? Exactly. What, you know, so you need to really establish what your priorities are because you know I've I've heard that. Your calendar is a reflection of your priorities. So what's on your calendar? Oh, yeah. And that goes to another good point. Actually write it in your calendar. Yes. Make an appointment with yourself every day to write for 10 minutes. It goes back to that book, The Miracle Morning Morning for Writers. Yes. He's all about talking about make sure that you wake up early when you're fresh Mm -hmm. and when not everybody else is up and bugging you. Right. And that way you can just focus your time Put that on the calendar, mm-hmm. you know, 6 a.m. to 6.30, you know, a.m. Yep. writing and make that a commitment every day. And that Absolutely. way, when you look at your calendar, it's time you're making an appointment with yourself. And that's really important. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so one of the things I, I want to highlight uh, <laughs> is um, if you are working on a book. Mm-hmm then you have a definitive goal that mm-hmm. you're working towards. Right. And so when you're setting your time for writing, that's what you're working on. Right. right? But maybe you're not working on a book or maybe you're, maybe you haven't decided what that looks like yet, but you still mm-hmm. need to be working on developing because writing's like a muscle, you mm-hmm. know, so you need to be exercising it and using yes. it every day. So a couple things that I would suggest you trying mm-hmm. would be one journaling, mm-hmm. Yes. Um, um, because there's really no um, structure to how you have to do that. It's just kind of telling your thoughts. And it's a great way to get in the habit of writing on a daily basis. So that's one thing you can consider. Definitely. One of my favorite things I like, because I'm a story-driven writer. Yeah. Um, I like doing fiction-type writing, is doing um, using writing prompts. Um, those are so super fun. Um, describe what they are because maybe not everybody knows. So writing prompts are basically, um, story ideas. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and, and they're, they're, they come in all different ways, shapes and sizes, like a story. Maybe I start a story and then you finish it, mm-hmm. which by the way, if you like that, you can go on my word stylist page and I do it every Ooh, Monday. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah. Every Monday <laughs> I do like a Monday musings. Yeah. Um, and I start a story and like people can kind of keep 
chiming in. So that's uh, you know, too cool. It's fun. So yeah. I, I am a writing prompt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, um, some of them may just be like trigger words and like what, when you hear this, what do you think? Or write a story using only these words. Right. Um, they come in all different shapes and sizes, but they're really fun and it's a great way to stimulate your creativity and really get you going. Definitely. Um, depending on what your preference is, um, you can find writing prompts and there are apps on the phone that you can use. Oh, how cool. Um, which is really cool. Um, I wrote down one um, yeah. that I've tried. A lot of them are paid. Um, there are a few free. There's one that I have tried in the past called um, Brain Sparker Creativity Cards. Oh. So you can just kind of type that in into your um, into your apps and see if that's something you might want to play around with. Yeah. Um, then um, there are, if you just type in um, prompts on your computer, yeah. Google it. There are lots of options. Um, Writer's Digest has quite a few. I love oh, Writer's Digest. Awesome. I'm such a book nerd. Oh, I that's so love cool. Writer's Digest. Yeah. Um, and, and then you can um, do like I do, Stroll on the Barnes & Noble, and I have like three writing prompt books right here in my office. So yeah. um, whatever works best for you. But I find that's a really fun way to stimulate creativity. Oh, I think that's fantastic. And that way you you, you eliminate that excuse of, oh, the muse hasn't hit, or I don't know what to write about. Right. That's awesome. And that's fun. And yeah. To me, that's a fun way to do it um because that that muse part has already been taken care of for you they're yeah. stimulating that for you yeah so that's an idea very very cool so yeah. awesome um well yeah i think i think the the main part is to um you know consider it your job i've i've always heard somebody say um oh i'm a, you know people will come and say i'm a writer and it's like well what do you write right and if you're writing every day, I think you can claim I'm a writer. Absolutely. Right here and there, it's like, well, no, that's that's a hobby. That's something you like to do, but yeah. here and there. But, you know, own it. If you're a writer and especially um, you have a book or an uh, article or even just a blog that you want to write, think about your intention and write it down and think, you know, what what how good it's going to feel when you've completed it. Yeah. And sometimes that can get you through. I was going to tell you the marshmallow story. Oh, yeah. So um, they did a study with children and it's absolutely hilarious. You can look it up on YouTube, but it's having to do with um, immediate gratification versus delayed gratification. And they had these children and they have a marshmallow in front of them. And they said, well, if you eat the marshmallow now, you only get the one. If you can wait for five minutes, you'll get a second marshmallow. And so many of the kids, boy, it just looked like torture for them to try to wait to eat this marshmallow. But then uh, some of them just couldn't wait and they just popped it in their mouths. Some of them were able to wait and they got the two marshmallows. Same kind of thing with writing. If mm -hmm. you're writing with an intention to write a book, yes, it's delayed gratification. Yes. Everything will always call you Facebook or mm -hmm. TV or you know, whatever it is, there's other distractions, but if you can keep to it, then the feeling of writing your article, your blog, or especially writing your own book, I mean, there's nothing that compares to it. I agree. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a tremendous feeling of accomplishment. Um, and something you can really be proud of yourself because you actually disciplined yourself to see it all the way through to the end. Exactly. Yeah. Woohoo. Awesome. Nikita, time for our gregarious, gregarious goofballs. goofballs.
Okay. What you got? This one happened to me this past week. (laughs) (laughs) So we talk frequently about the busy life of being an entrepreneur. Yeah. And so, you know, you'll, you'll multitask. I'll say meet a client. Um, I like to go to Elwood Thompson's a lot in Richmond. Okay. Because they have the Beat Cafe and it's really nice. Anyway, so I'll go there and it's a great place to set up and work. So I was there working with a client and, um, uh, after we finished meeting, I was like, oh, I need to pick up a few things um, for dinner. And then I realized I had most of what I needed. All I really needed was a lemon. So I bought a lemon. Okay. No big deal. Put it in my purse. Went home. Forgot about the lemon for several days. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and then I was talking to someone and I was looking for, I think I was looking for my earbuds. So I'm pulling things out of my purse and I pull out a lemon. <laughs> and their eyes got really big. How do you have a lemon in your purse? <laughs> but it wasn't until later. Do you ever have this happen where something happens and you're like, I so wish I had thought to do this or say oh, this yeah. later? Yeah. So, um, that same evening, um, there was a group of us who had gone out to dinner and, um, one lady at our table, um, asked the waiter for some lemons and I'm like, dang, I could have pulled that lemon. out." (laughs) (laughs) Here you go. (laughs) I just carry lemons in my purse. Doesn't everyone? (laughs) That's hilarious. That's my gregarious group. That's awesome. (laughs) So... You will find I'm I'm the oldest of four, right? And so a lot of my gregarious goofball moments will go back to my childhood. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Um. So uh, my my brother, my youngest brother, um, was playing in the house uh-huh. with his oh so annoying little friend. <laughs> you ever had that little annoying friend? Do you have siblings? I don't have siblings. Oh, little brothers had the most annoying little friends. Oh gosh, yeah. Um, so they were like running through the house and playing. And I think by this point, I may have been like like maybe a, a, my freshman year in college. Or oh something. wow! So I yeah. was home. I was home for a break. Yeah. And I was like, I was, I was laying. Well, they thought I was laying on the couch taking uh-huh. a nap, but I could hear everything they were doing. Uh-huh. And so they were playing hide and seek. Oh wow! Okay, we're playing hide and seek. And so, <laughs> so I could hear his friend counting, and uh-huh. my brother jumped. He got in the dryer. <laughs> oh no! And I'm like, it would be remiss of me not to take advantage of this opportunity. <laughs> What kind of big sister would you be? What kind of sister would I be? People think I'm cruel for doing this, but I still am. I don't regret making this decision. My brother was in the dryer. Yes. I did flip the switch and I did tumble him once. What did that sound like? Oh my gosh, that's too funny. He came flying out of that <laughs> And I laughed so hard. I swear I don't think it got hot. I think he, he just tumbled once. But that's my gregarious awesome. moment today. That is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, Kim, you ready to wrap this up? Yes, let's do it. This oh, is such a good topic. It really is. It really is. Because I think, I think it's valuable. Um, I know the people that listen to, to this podcast are people that are looking at writing and publishing, but establishing good habits is something that you need to learn regardless. Oh, right? most definitely. Um, so let's, let's start with just a couple quick things. Keep it small. Yes, yes. Um, don't overcomplicate it. Right. As little as a paragraph a day. Exactly. It's similar to running. When you want to run a marathon, you don't start by running 26 miles. You exactly. start by running a small amount. Exactly. Exactly. Let's, what's the next item? Oh, um, also do it daily. Make yeah. it a habit. Make it something like brushing your teeth or yes. making your bed that you do every day and hold yourself accountable to it. And you can also do that through an accountability partner. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think... Speaking to that, make sure that you have a goal and intention behind it. Yes. Um, we were talking about my um, my doing that cleanse. Well, I did that cleanse because it was, yes, it was really hard. Yeah. But I did it because I had a reason behind doing it. Yeah. And I, I think, I don't think any of us will commit to any type of habit. Yeah, we brushed our teeth as little kids because our parents taught us to do that. Right. But then it stuck, right? Right. But as adults, if we choose any habit that we're going to commit to, there's got to be a driving force behind that habit. Yes. Um, so you have to find out, you need to determine what that why is. Oh, most definitely. And and decide and, and know yourself, is it a career or, or it doesn't have to be a career or yeah. is it a project that you're doing or is it just a hobby? And there's nothing wrong with having it as a hobby. We talked before about yeah. journaling. Yeah. And I know a lot of people who journal um, and it is a mm. hobby for them and that's great. But just recognize that that's different from what we were talking about with setting an intention, mm -hmm. having a deadline in mind and sticking to it. Absolutely. And if you have committed to making it more than a hobby, if mm -hmm. this is something that you want to make a career, if you want to have that title of writer behind your name, yes. um, then you have to make it a priority. Yes. You know, it has to make it on your calendar. Um, and, and I mentioned it earlier if it doesn't make it on your calendar, you haven't made it, made it a priority. Very true. Um, so very true. And, um, and, uh, you know, commit to it. I love your analogy about it's writing is like a muscle. Oh yeah. And so that's another good reason to start small. You don't want to overwhelm yourself all in one day, but that's the, where the consistency comes in. Like a muscle that you work daily process on your writing will come to you uh, more easily and you know you can dispel the whole myth of well I can't write until the muse hits well, right no the muse will come when you put butt to chair and make it happen right and and I would add to that um eliminate eliminate the excuse of busy I, yes. we don't like excuses at all but eliminate the excuse of busy because that's the number one excuse someone has for not writing mm -hmm. um and we're all busy it's, it's, there's no question about it we're all busy but the question is if you say that you're busy but you're spending two hours in the afternoon watching reality TV. How busy are you really? Right. You, know, ha you haven't made it a priority yet because you have elevated that above that. Right. Um, so if it's something that you're really serious about, take inventory of your time. Yes. And look at where you're spending your time. I guarantee you we all have 24 hours a day. I know we need to sleep. <laughs> but we do all have 24 hours a day. I'm sure that you can pull out even as much as like five or 10 minutes to write. Most definitely. That's not a lot to ask. Most definitely. And I think I'd like to recommend the Miracle Morning for Writers. Absolutely. That we talked about. Thank you for letting me borrow it. Of course. I learned a lot of good tips from it. And I think it makes a big difference 
um, as, as far as making, changing your mindset to make that commitment. Absolutely. So absolutely. Awesome. Well, I think that is about all we have for today, isn't it? I think that's it. So once again, thank you guys so much for joining us. And we are um, excited to share with you and we will see you next week. All right. Thanks guys. Ha ha ha.